You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. I'm delighted today that I'm joined by James Robson, who's the uh, Ministry Director of uh, Keswick Ministries. So good morning, James. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, everyone. Uh, So I'm guessing that I'm talking to you from here in Bournemouth and you're actually in Keswick. Yeah, that is exactly right. In the most one of the most beautiful places in the world. So uh, I was I was thinking the other day that if somebody turned up in London, a tourist, and uh, and they looked at the array of things they might want to do in the UK, and they saw a thing that said Keswick in the heart of the Lake District, and then they talked to the concierge at the hotel and said, "What's that all about?" So, if they were asked that, and you were asked that, what would you describe Keswick as like? As a place, uh, the town is a. Um, I guess it's a, um, a combination of a tourist town in a beautiful rural, picturesque. They call them fells here, but hills, mountains, and lakes. There's nestled beneath um, some most stunning uh, landscape you could imagine. That sense of pastoral with uh, hillsides with sheep on them and purple heather, and uh, and so on. And then, the, so it's a bit a tourist town, but it's also an industrial town as well. It had a significant industrial history as well. So it's a, it's a small, um, beautiful, um, one of the most beautiful towns in England, I think. It would definitely be that for me. Uh, I have lots of fond memories of being in Keswick with my family, uh, a place that they still remember uh, a great deal. So, again, if they turned up at Keswick uh, a couple of weeks ago, they would have probably seen these AA signs that said Keswick Convention. So that's that's where you are. So Keswick Convention, just tell us what it is. It's interesting because the word convention is not that often used now. Um, the people who were involved with starting it talked about a convention as having um, a purpose, an object, an aim. So a conference, you talk about something, a convention, you gather for a purpose. And for all through history, the purpose has been the renewing of Christian life of those who've come. So it's a, a, like a big festival you might be familiar with, um, with sun worship, with Bible teaching, with fellowship. The banner across the whole event is all one in Christ Jesus. So it's been from the very heart, uh, sort of very start, and at its very heart, an event that Christians gather to from all denominations and backgrounds from across the UK and across the world to meet with Christ, to meet with one another, and to be renewed in their walk with him. So how long has it been going? So it started in 1875. That must, make it, years. that must make it one of the oldest Christian festival-type gatherings, I would have thought. I think possibly the oldest. I've not heard of any older and in fact, interestingly enough, there are a number of festivals and events around the world that um, came out of Keswick, grew from Keswick in the Lake District. So you can find events as far flung as Japan and Australia and South America, uh, South, excuse me, South Africa, and yeah, all, all over the world. And so uh, how did it get started? I think it was a speaker from America who came over and linking up with some people in London and um, including the Vicar of St. John's Church here in Keswick. And I, there was a sense of dissatisfaction, I think, with, I guess, the, the, the Christian life, Christian faith that was being articulated in the 19th century. So it was a mixture of rationalism on the one hand, was one where people were denying the Bible, just um, 
nominalism that was coming in, I think, and just in nominal Christianity on the one hand. And then there was also the Oxford movement. So there was a high church move. And this was a sense of a, we want to be holy, we want to be serious about our walk with Christ. And that's where it started from. It's obvious they got longevity to it. There must have been some really big highlights in all those years. Any, any that you can reflect on? Yes, no, it's a great point. I'm not, it's hard because what the Lord chooses, as I quote, highlight, it might be different from what we do uh, yes. and we think about. So it's a, it's a strange one to, to identify. Um, the 100th anniversary, Billy Graham addressed several thousand in the open air um, in, in 1975, and that was a highlight. But one of the highlights, I think, is there's, there's been a real heart and passion for the cause of global mission. And so on the, there was what's called a mission night, where there would be a call to commit yourself to the Lord and to serve him. And on several occasions, there have been several hundred who stood up and said, we want to go and serve Christ across the world. And so Amy Carmichael went out from Keswick as a missionary. Hudson Taylor's been here. Helen Rosevere also, her sense of call to the mission field came from Keswick. And there are many, many others who keep coming across who have sensed that call, Lord, I need to give my life to you and to serve you and to be available, whatever you have for me. And I think for me, that is the, the real highlight. So just, just even this week, I was bumped into a couple. They were just on, on the, before the start of it and went over to them. And I said, have you ever been to the convention before? And they said, um, this is our third time. I said, well, tell me, when, when did you first come? What was it like? And he said, well, actually, we've been a Christian just over a year, and we sensed God's call to serve him at that mission night, and we gave our lives, first of all, to Manchester City Mission and to involve with um, sharing Christ with, in, in, in Manchester. And then there was a second time they came. Again, it was a mission night, and that sense of the Lord speaking to them, they felt it was the right thing to set up a homeless charity. So they set up a homeless charity in which they ran for 22 years. And it's that kind of um, ordinary going back into the situations the Lord puts us in and to live for Christ and to make a difference in where he calls us to go. You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Over the last couple of years, um, all organisations and festival events were all hit by COVID. So I suspect that 2022 is the first year that Keswick is back up and running like it always used to be. So how did you cope during those COVID years? Yeah, thanks. So it was a challenge for everyone, everybody to, to navigate that time. But we, we, there are a couple of things I think we just to say in advance. Um, one of the things is that, um, though it was historically called the Keswick Convention, in the early noughties it became the uh, Keswick Ministries. So there's a year-round programme of teaching and training events as well. So it wasn't just trying to pivot with the convention and to deal with that. It was also teaching and training events through the year. But in 20, the other thing to say is we're uniquely placed among um, events and festivals. Part of the slogan of being all one in Christ Jesus is that there's no charge for people to come. It's funded entirely by donations. It always has been. And many commit to give through the year. So was, whereas with many other events where you buy a ticket to come, and therefore um, it becomes impossible to run a smaller scale event because you have all the same level of overheads, because many give through the year, we were able to do things that other events couldn't do. But in 2020, 
um, it was in March when, of course, the lockdown happened. We made a decision both to change the theme and to do a one-year, one-week online-only event called Virtually Keswick Convention. <laughs> and um, we've changed the theme from grateful to hope because we sensed there was a real need for hope. And that was a huge stretch. But um, we'd always live-streamed, um, but we pushed it into a whole new level of um, live-streaming and, and running virtually Keswick Convention. In 2021, I and the trustees sensed that because we were uniquely placed, that we could um, run a physical in-person event. And that was extremely challenging. And the Lord's kindness, we were able to do that. It was deeply moving to be able to sing in the main tent, albeit with masks and with smaller numbers and with social distancing, with something close to a thousand people on the first morning you were allowed to sing on July the 19th last year. And we sang Greatest Thy Faithfulness unaccompanied there. And that was a very moving time for everyone who was present. And I've heard many testimonies of people who are really encouraged by and struck by the fact that we went ahead and were able to run the event because of the generosity of God's people um, through the year, because people weren't buying tickets. So it wasn't, we didn't have to deal with some of the same challenges others did. But what was really encouraging was on the back of these last two years, we've been able to think through some ways in which we've learned and grown. So during the year as well, we were able to do teaching and training events online. And uh, we, so we moved into that. And that's given us opportunities to do more of those and to connect with people and to make some of our resources available through the year online. And then the second thing was to slightly um, make sure to slightly change what we stream from the convention itself. And again, this is all free to view for anybody. It remains on YouTube for anyone to access. We don't want it to be a barrier. So the seminars are now available online. Um, we live stream one of the seminars for the main tent, the morning Bible readings, where there's a, a longer Bible talk and time of sun worship in the mornings. They're also streamed. And the evening celebrations are also live streamed. And they go all around the world. That sounds great. So um, the actual uh, convention itself, it isn't just one week. So how many weeks do you run it now? So it runs for three weeks um, in the summer weeks. 29, 30 and 31 of the year It's usually one week in most people's school terms and then two weeks in the school summer holidays. And if people turned up to Keswick, what would they find at the convention in a typical day? Yes, so we start the day at, um, during the weekdays at 8.45 with a, a chance to meet to pray, pray both for the convention but also the wider needs of the world and of the church and because that's, that's the, the engine room, the centre what we're about. And then um, we have four different seminars on different topics related to the theme. So this year we do have the theme of grateful and so we're looking at different aspects of being grateful, things like a Bible overview on through the lenses of being grateful, how does the whole Bible fit together, or the question of whether we should be grateful for global mission, given that lots of questions around colonialism and that kind of thing. We're delighted to have Rosalie Veloso Ewell doing that, um, from United Bible Society, a Brazilian um, theologian. And um, so seminars that we run like that. And then um, we have a morning, what's called Bible reading, which is, um, I'd say, a longer Bible talk, an exposition of a Bible passage. And there's a main tent, 2,500, 3,000 who come to that. And then we also have, alongside that, parallel running um, kids and youth work. Over the three weeks, you have something like 2,000 or so kids and young people who come. So it's very much a family's event. 
And we de- deliberately keep the afternoons free so that um, people can enjoy all that the latest has got to offer and to reflect on and to pray about and to think through what God's been saying to them. We have a base camp where there's a mission exhibition, a coffee shop and a bookshop and that kind of thing. And then we have evening celebrations every evening um, at 7.30 normally. So it's a very um, straightforward program. We want to give people space to enjoy all of God's good creation, as well as the great Bible teaching and just chance to share fellowship and encourage one another. So your role, ministry um, director, what does that mean for you? I report directly into the trustees um, of the charity, and so it's my job to essentially to agree with them vision and strategy and then to be involved in delivering that. I have an ops director who helps very much with the logistical side, so my responsibility is to make sure that the program is in place, the ministry of different kinds, both of the con- convention itself and other exciting developing teaching and training program we've got through the year is also up and running as well as to do with um, the publications that we have and digital resources and also the region, the link in with the regional events around the UK and the, to a lesser extent around the world. So we're right in the middle of Keswick 2022. So tell us about the programme for this year over the three weeks. Yes, yeah, I say so. Yeah, so the theme is grateful. We've got some um, many aspects around that theme. So as I say, in the morning this week, we've got Bible readings from Jeremy McCoy on the theme of um, on Ephesians chapters 1 to 3. And again, they're accessible for anybody if you want to watch them online as well. And then before that, as I say, at 9.15, we've got different seminars. We've got Mark Green from London Institute for Contemporary Christianity thinking around um, your particular work, why it matters to God, and that sense of being grateful for work. We've had um, as I mentioned, Rosalie Veloso-Yule, thinking around um, uh, being grateful for, for mission and can we be grateful for that. Paul Mallard's doing some um, seminars on being grateful in the challenges of life, picking up on those marriage um, phrases, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health. And then we've got this, another one on a, a Bible overview. We've also got Krish Kandaya, who's maybe familiar from the Sanctuary Foundation, who's been um, pivotal in the welcoming of Ukrainian refugees and before that of Afghan refugees and before that of Hong Kong migrants. And he's talking about the Daniel calling, and we have a lecture on a Wednesday morning. And then the evening celebration got a series of looking at the Psalms and um, the sense of the theme of being grateful, different Psalms, grateful for forgiveness or God, grateful for God's daily care amongst life's dangers um, or uh, grateful for God's blessing of the whole world. So we've got um, Tim Chester we've had, the writer and speaker, or Matt Searles, who's now with Crosslands, Richard Coken, who's a church planter, uh, Paul Mallard, and then Rosalie Veloso-Ewell, the Brazilian theologian and um, speaker. So I suspect that really almost before Keswick 2022 is finished, you're going to be thinking about 2023. <laughs> And that's exactly right. So 2023 will be more of the same? So Keswick 2023, the rhythm is exactly the same. Open to anybody, free to come, funded by donations. Some give more to enable them, some who can't afford to come. We're looking at the theme, trustees, of human. So that's the sense of God's vocation for us as humans, as his image bearers, to live for him in his world. Also, some challenging questions about what it means to be a human in our world at the moment. And of course, there's Jesus Christ himself 
the perfect image bearer, the perfect human. And we're delighted to have Sam Albury coming to give the Bible readings in week one, and then Jonathan Griffiths coming from Canada in week two, and Ivor Pubalan, who's principal of Colombo Theological Seminary in Sri Lanka, in week three, giving the Bible readings then. And so, yeah, the program's coming together already for that, and we're very excited about that, and very important and topical. So Keswick continues to be a fantastic attraction, I think, for uh, anybody. Uh, so uh, if people want to know more about Keswick, want to uh, come and visit the convention, what's the best place they can find all the information that we've just been talking about? You yeah, know, exactly. So, yeah, so keswickministries.org is the website. You can li- find links through there. To the, uh, to the convention, links there to teaching and training events, the number of opportunities through the year of different kinds, different courses for all kinds of people, elders, lay leaders, those in, leaders in all spheres of life, those in the second half of life, um, Bible workshops, lots of different things, and of course the convention for next year as well, and um, other things all on the website there. That's the best place to go. James, thank you so much for joining with us this morning. We do wish you well in the rest of the convention. Hope the weather's kind to you, uh, as well as the ministry being good as well. God bless. Thanks so much, Ian. God bless you. Hope FM, Faith Filled Radio.